Second, this accommodation of China is due to a specific constellation of interests and beliefs, a particular mix of identities in the absence of fear. Identities are central to explaining the sources both of stability and of potential instability in East Asia, but not to the exclusion of the relative capabilities and interests that traditional realists champion. Accurately describing East Asia is a critical first step toward explaining how the region came to be as it is. Taiwan is the only East Asian state that fears the Chinese use of force, and no other East Asian state is arming itself against China, nor seeking military alliances with which to contain China. Although state alignment strategies are often posed as opposites, military balancing against an adversary, or bandwagoning with the stronger power in hopes of gaining benefits or neutralizing the threat. As a strategy, accommodation lies between these poles. While not balancing China, East Asian states are not bandwagoning with it in all areas either, and have no intention of kowtowing. East Asian states also vary in their strategies toward China. Japan is far more skeptical of Chinese power than is Vietnam, for example. The absence of balancing against China is rooted in interests, as well as identities. In terms of interests, rising powers present opportunities as well as threats, and the Chinese economic opportunity and military threat for its regional neighbors are both potentially huge. Yet East Asian states see substantially more opportunity than danger in China's rise. Furthermore, East Asian states prefer China to be strong rather than weak because a strong China stabilizes the region, while a weak China tempts other states to try to control the region. Identity is also central in framing how regional states interpret China's rise. East Asian states view China's reemergence as the gravitational center of East Asia as natural. China has a long history of being the dominant state in East Asia. And although it has not always had warm relations with its neighbors, it has a world view in which it can be the most powerful country in its region, and yet has stable relations with other states in it. Thus, to East Asian observers and other states, the likelihood that China will seek territorial expansion or use force against them seems low. Most see China as desiring stability and peaceful relations with its neighbors. Although those East Asian neighbors share a common lack of fear regarding China, each relationship with China is distinct. Taiwan is a good example. Few claim that China threatens Taiwan as a part of an expansionist strategy, or that control of Taiwan would tip the balance of power in the region. Taiwan is not an issue because of power politics. It's an issue because of competing conceptions of whether Taiwan is an independent sovereign nation state. Or whether it is a part of China. For China, the question is nation building, not expansion. Thus, Taiwan is not an exception to the general trend in East Asia. It is categorically different from other states. While formally the United States and most other nations agree with China's claim, privately many view Taiwan as obviously an independent nation state with its own government, currency, economic system, and culture. As a result of this disagreement over Taiwan's identity, Taiwan's status remains an issue in international politics. Regarding the rest of East Asia, China claims, and East Asian states increasingly believe, 
that its continued economic growth and domestic stability are predicated on deep integration with and openness to the regional and international economies. This grand strategy is often called peaceful rise. Indeed, the Chinese Communist Party's main claim to legitimacy is its economic record. China realizes explicitly that it would gain very little from starting conflicts with its neighbors, but has much to gain from warmer ties. As the best way to advance its interests, peaceful rise represents a pragmatic choice. But determining whether this strategy is merely tactical or whether it represents the true nature of China involves an assessment of its identity. In this respect, then, China's concern for sovereignty and nation-building is arguably more important to its identity than our nationalistic memories of a century of shame. The East Asian states tend to share a view of China that is more benign than conventional...